together. I am a wife and a mother and an insurance agency owner, a friend and a PTA advocate. I am so excited to talk about all of the things that I find most precious here within our community, within our lives, and within our faith, friendships, and relationships. Here on Heather's Most Precious. We never saw homeschooling in our future for our three boys. Our kids had always been in private elementary school, and we just assumed that that would be the route that we would keep going until COVID. Once COVID hit, then our kids came home like everyone else's kids and our oldest started flourishing in school. He still has a more difficult time with school. And so he just requires a little bit more. He doesn't really care for school. It's not his thing. So when he came home, the pressure of an eight to three school day was off of him. He was able to just kind of relax. And then that's when his studies took off at that point um, our other two kids were still in private school elementary and middle school and things seemed to be going well until an unfortunate accident forced us to pull them out of school as well it's hard when things happen with our children very hard especially very hard did you know that anything was happening I did not. I was not aware of the day-to-day stuff that went on. And this was a Christian school. I just assumed that he was getting a great Christian education and didn't think twice about it until I believe the Lord pricked my middle son's heart to come to me and tell me really what was going on. Um, The behavior issues going on, discipline issues, We were paying a fortune for our kids to go there, and they really just weren't teaching either. Mm -hmm. Um, If it had not been for him, we probably would, he would probably still be there. And I'm sure in the long run, it would have been fine, would have turned out fine, but what I was paying for, I was not getting. Right. And he was not happy. And that was kind of, my kindergartner, well, my first grader at that point, he was not happy either. He was in a corner reading by himself, and it was ridiculous. Yeah, there's no point Sad. in that. When you're paying no. for an education, no. you want them to have that. And then as well, as much as there's a social aspect to that, when right. they're then being targeted or being bullied, right. those kind of things, right. and then an injury happening. Right, right. Um, what was the transition like? The first year was really hard. My oldest son at this point was like three years in, so he was good. But when Charlie and Henry, David's my oldest, Charlie's my middle, Henry's my youngest, 17, 14 and 9 when Charlie and Henry started it was tough it was just a huge shock to them to go from virtually no homework no nothing no studying straight 100s on everything to a very rigorous curriculum and they have to have to start working it was tough it was it was tough it was also tough them being gone from 8 to 3 and then all of us home all the time. My husband works from home. Mm -hmm. I don't work currently. So we're all five home during the day. There's no separation. There's no separation. And it's good on one hand. On the other hand, that's tough for everyone. Oh, yeah. You know, the kids need separation from parents. Separation, parents need separation from the kids sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so we had to learn very quickly how to set up their space 
and make sure they each have their own space to retreat to and to do the work and get it done. That's great. Yeah. Now, y'all, I know we started this episode a little bit different, but I am so excited to be here with Susie Simons and just hear about her experience as a homeschool mother during this educational series. We really do want to shed light on all kinds of education. I know we've really focused on from, you know, the classroom perspective. And, and so for Susie, that means from the house, right? Right. It could be the living room, the dining room, their room. But the, the biggest piece, I think, for Chattanooga is, is homeschool is very, very large. There's a huge community here. And I, you know, other places that I have lived have not mm-hmm. had this many. Now, I feel like it is growing with the way that education is going with, um, with whether it's people's belief, whether it's an incident that happened mm-hmm. at school that forced your hand and um, whether it's an issue with the teacher, whatever that may be. Um, but most people that I've spoken with that choose to homeschool their children have had a great experience, whether that has been initially like, um, Tony, our fabulous postal man, um, he and his wife have always homeschooled their children. They just knew that really? that's how they wanted to do it. Um, and they have number five on the way, which is exciting. Wow. Um, and then you have people like you, right, that got into it not anticipating, but then can see how great this has been for all of your family, mm-hmm. um, which is just a beautiful thing. Uh, for me personally, the only experience that my family has had with homeschooling, I was in the fourth grade um, about halfway through the year. And so we're taking it back a long time, (laughs) but uh, we had moved into a new house. I was in a new school. One of the teachers, I I don't remember necessarily what transaction, what transaction. Oh my gosh, I can't even speak. What transpired between us, um, but during during that year, I just remember not understanding uh, math, not getting, I know my parents had gone up a couple times because I was not doing well in the class, and they were like, why have you not communicated with us, and trying to figure those things out, um, and then it came out to, for whatever reason, because my father was in the ministry, there was a target there, I was not getting the help. Um, there, there was just a lot going on. There was about to be a new elementary school built for my fifth grade year. But during that time, my parents knew they had to pull me out. They knew nothing about it. I didn't realize and I ended up doing the Obeka video program, sure. which I loved because it felt like I was sitting in a classroom. I was done with school in two to three hours. Yep. And I was amazed, mm-hmm. right? And then you think about, right, you the lack of disciplinary action mm-hmm. that is being taken, the lack of time where kids are distracted. And now we're trying to bring 20 some odd students mm-hmm. back to one mm-hmm. accord and um, all of those things that you don't factor in. And then you had, I, I got to focus more on art because I loved to draw mm-hmm. and I love to mm-hmm. write stories and all of those pieces got to come in because we had the time to focus on what I wanted to learn um, and I, I think that was phenomenal. Now, that's almost 30 years ago. It's still very much the same, And though. Yes. And I know, like Tony, they had mentioned they used the Abeka program, mm-hmm. so I know that's still out. But today, here in this community, too, it's not so much where one parent has to stay home. No. There are now co-ops. Oh, sure. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. So a co-op is, um, actually, I don't think they use the term co-op anymore. They use it as... Um, 
I think they use the term tutorial or something like that. I don't know legally if that's what they have to be called or whatever. Basically, my kids go to a facility where they have teachers on site and the one that they go to, they actually have ex-college professors there that are teaching them. Um, And so they drive that education for them. I'm not the one actually teaching them. And then they come home and they have a week's worth of work to get done. I say weeks worth. They can typically get get it done in five, six, seven hours per class. So they kind of spread that out or they'll just sit down and just do a big chunk of it at one time. So my older two go to Hildger Higher Learning which um, it's kind of set up like a college, like Tuesday, Thursday classes, or you, you, can, you can pick and choose. You can take all your courses there. You can just take one class if you want. They give you options of what you want to do. My, uh, my youngest son goes to Veritas, which is another tutorial here in Chattanooga. And theirs is a classical education. Um, so they do everything. They, dr- they drive it also there. And they do, it's just a different education curriculum Mm -hmm. i guess than what my older two are doing um so if i had to drive it there's no way i could do it i say there's no way i'm sure i would find a way to do it but i I feel i feel like it would be a whole lot harder and i thought that's what homeschool was before i got into it and that's why i was like there is no way the kids are not socialized they're weird there's no way i will but as you get into it you realize the options Mm -hmm. they can go to a co-op that you can do some from home and go to a co-op, which my oldest does. There's video curriculum, there's books. And then the part you said, I want to touch on about finding out what they're, what they love Mm -hmm. and their interests. That is huge because oftentimes in school, you know, they're forced to learn about economics, Mm -hmm. you know, just to check a box, a credit box, you know, just to get a credit college credit or high school credit. Well, you don't necessarily have to have economics. There's right. something else that could go in place of that. Um, so for my oldest, he loves history. So we drive a lot of his education towards the history aspect. Can't stand. He has to have math. Yes, he does. But he doesn't have to have what the schools say he has to have. Right. You know. So you're able to kind of modify their, their education to what fits them to help them succeed and to enjoy it. It's like an mm-hmm. educational buffet. Yes, right? exactly. Leave the beans yes. and yes. we'll take the corn tacos, yes. right? Whatever. And it helps and you. It helps you just. Um, kids are so different. Siblings are so different, and they learn differently. Yeah. And if you can guide their education toward how they learn, it just makes them love it more. Yeah. It's easier on you as a parent. Right. Um, so you know, our middle son does well academically. So he just has a different path that he's going than his older brother. Both are going to be fine. Right. Neither one's wrong. So, but neat that you can, yeah, personalize it, yeah. their learning experience. Yeah. And you're right; that does instill a passion in them. It does that they're not going to have. I know. I my oldest son does not love school. It is not his favorite place mm-hmm. to be, and I feel that with every fiber of my being because I hated school growing up. Oh yeah. Um, and that it was just I. Not me. My husband loves learning. Yeah. Always wants to yeah. learn and be in yeah. the classroom. And I was there for the socialization, which mm-hmm. I think both me my too. boys are. <laughs> and I still am. So, um, but I think that's really cool that we have so many resources. Now, what would you say to a parent who their child may be in public or, or private school right now, or maybe they're they're anticipating the birth of a child and they're thinking, 
where would I find resources that mm. could help us decide what may be the best fit and if homeschooling would be conducive for our family? So that was really overwhelming to me when we started this whole thing because there are so many homeschooling resources online. They have a homeschool fair in Chattanooga every year. I want to say that's in July and it's at Camp Jordan and it's just filled and it's so overwhelming. If you don't know what, if you don't have someone to like guide you or help you or kind of point in this direction, it's really kind of trial and error as far as what the curriculum is. If you're considering a co-op, I would say go to those co-ops, sit in on classes, Mm -hmm. find out what it's like there. You know, Veritas has a totally different vibe than Hilger does. Veritas is super strict, super rigorous, challenge. The kids are challenged a lot. Hilger, not as much, but still very rigorous. But they have two different fields. And there's also many other co-ops in the area. So I would say if you're interested and you don't want to do everything on your own, then go and just visit. If you want to do everything on your own, then talk to someone that has been that has done it from home themselves that can tell you this is good for this this curriculum is good for this because there there are different curriculum or curricula I guess are the best is the right term for different subjects that might be best so a Becca math maybe or Saxon math may be good but a Becca history may be good okay. you can combine them you can pick and choose and combine so you do not have to stick with no one no Wow. No, you can do a class at a co-op and they have their own books there. You can do a math online class through teaching textbooks. And then you can do, um, you know, an Abeka history and you can just pe- piece it all together. So and then, as long as you are getting the is, for full portfolio right. of what your child should be getting the credits, then you can basically pick whichever right. journey you would like. Right? And I guess it's really way. important to say too that you have to be under, well, in Tennessee you do, I don't think you do in Georgia, you have to be under what's called an umbrella school. Okay. And they actually, all that is, is you just create their schedule for the year. You go enter their grades. They turn around and submit it to Hamilton County. They, they submit your attendance and your grade so the parents don't get Dinged called for truancy. Yes. Yeah, sure. Yes. So in Georgia, I don't think you have to have an umbrella school, but those umbrella schools are invaluable too because they have um, counselors that will tell you, okay, well, he already has this, so he can go ahead and get this, but hold off on this until he gets to be a junior because then, you know, so they have qualified or very educated counselors that can tell you, okay, if your son wants to play basketball in college, this is the track he needs to be on. There's different tracks you can take. And so they have been such a help to me because it, it was it's all very overwhelming because you have to keep up with so much yeah. you have to make sure they got all their credits and yeah. you know in high school and and for multiple children it's sure for multiple right, one right. child that you're dealing right. with and of course at the each basically each school level that right at, i do right? high I do. school middle and elementary I do. there what their needs are vary sure and, and already you're looking at really like elementary what do they want to do and sure. like her keeps yeah. getting asked that and he's like i don't know yeah um my favorite, I think, part of this is the fact that so Charlie and Laker get to play sports. I know, together I know. Because that's how they met. How kind of how you're zoned? So walk me through that. Any homeschooler um, would be able to play. Is it at certain schools? So what we were told when we started this whole thing, there is a Patriot sports program that they that you know and and other areas that have homeschooling you can play they usually have sports programs you can play for we just opted to take our children out of that for this year so 
you can, I'm speaking for Hamilton County, I don't know about other counties, whatever school you're zoned for, you can play for. So actually when you're in middle school, he could have played for any school in Hamilton County. So it was between Hunter and Udwal Middle until he went to the basketball academy at Udwal High School and they met Laker and he kind of just felt more, I think, just a little bit more comfortable there. Um, and it just so happens that's in our backyard. We're just, and we're zoned for Udwal Middle. So it made all of our paperwork with the county and TSSAA because we had to submit all kinds of stuff to TSSAA to make sure he was eligible and to Hamilton County. They had to clear it all before he could even step foot on the campus. And so, but what it does, it just gives Charlie a chance to, when he's in high school, to play for a 4A school, which is the highest school in Tennessee. And so, you know, you just get a little bit more recognition that way instead of playing for a, there's nothing wrong with homeschool sports or anything like that. It's just that typically you get a little bit more recognition at a bigger school, which is what we wanted for our children. But, um, it's a, it's a great thing because, well, he never would have met Laker. Right. Yeah. right. Um, but it's, it just, it's, it's great for the kids that are able to do that. Of course. And then you get the best of both worlds. Right. right. You exactly. You still have that individualized plan for education. Right? Sure. That, unfortunately, you're not going to get in a public or private school. Yeah. I don't care how big or small the classes are. You, you can't mm-hmm. when, when we're talking mm-hmm. about that many children. Um, and even as a parent, I mm-hmm. have limited sure. access to my students' education. Sure. I have no problem with my kids being in public school. Um, and thankfully, we've had a great experience. Sure. Um, but I do know that my access is limited. Right. right. I'm right. trusting what they say they're teaching, right. but I'm not physically, they don't have a hand right. in it like you do. Um, but I love that that y'all are able to kind of bridge the gap sure. for, for these kids who sure. are athletically driven and do want to hopefully make that a part of their future uh, to have this available. It's and it's huge. great, too, for the schools because I was talking to the athletic director at Udwal Middle, and he said they've had one other kid played tennis that was homeschooled and he said no one of basketball has ever been homeschooled charlie may play soccer and so they love it because number one their name's getting out there and you know they it's just it's great for everyone and you know it's just a lot of people don't realize that's an option Mm -hmm. i'd always known it was an option but i always just thought well no one does that who's going to do that who's going to want charlie to play yeah they're gonna be like no this homeschool kid and actually my first my husband's first conversation with coach williams it it was great and my husband loved but i'm sure he he never said this but we were thinking he's probably thinking yeah, I'll give your son a chance. Sure, right. come on right. out. I'll give you, you know, because he'll set the bench. Yeah, yeah, right. you know. And how he, good is he? And he did say he'll have a fair chance. I'll tell you that he'll have a fair chance. And that's all we needed to hear is that of he course. would have a fair chance. So the fact that he was open to it and the school was open to it, and there's some stuff they had to do on their end. I mean, they they took a gamble. Yeah, you know, they 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 went out of their way. Hunter wouldn't even really talk to us. Mm. So. You know, you had two, we had two different experience, two very different experiences. You know, of, of between Hunter and Udwa and how they each handled it. Right. And a lot of it's because the schools don't know the rules either, because they never have it. Have kids don't ever come so unless you walk through it. They you wouldn't, right? Know. And the okay. high school didn't really until my oldest son got involved this summer, and they kind of paved the way for us with Charlie. They had to reach out to Hunter and to Udwa and say, look, we've already gone through this with older brother. This is what you need to do. So they kind of paved the way. But it's good for the schools. Like The schools should learn what to do as more and more kids are starting to become homeschooled. You know, Um, so I, I, I can't say enough about that whole experience and how wonderful it's been. 
That's great. And then I met you. And then... Yes, and then day made, right? <laughs> right, right. Life made. Um, I, I love that. I love hearing your perspective. I've always said, like, oh, I'm not called to homeschool. Like, and, never say and, never. And realizing, right, it could change at any time. And but I love that we have so many options, mm -hmm. whether it's public, whether it's private, whether it's in your home or, or with a tutoring sure. or or tutorial, tutorial. I said tutoring. or some people um, do get private tutors or, that's also an option or co-op in any of those regardless there is an option for your child sure. and it's just realizing sure kind of w where they want to be where they're going what your skills are or mm -hmm. where you feel like you're gifted there are some uh, some parents that are teachers and sure. have their bachelor's degree right. in early education. So they are, were made for this, but there are others that like, I would be doing my, my children a disservice. Um, unless it's telling them that like, too. how to, how to hug people and talk real loud in a microphone. Like I can't really teach my kids a lot. And so I think, um, and just a beautiful thing for our, our community here to not only embrace this, regardless of learning style, but also give an opportunity mm -hmm. to be a part mm -hmm. um, and not, I feel like there's always kind of been this separation. Oh, absolutely. Uh, between homeschool and- There's and, a stereotype that's always there. there. It's there always been is. there. And so to, to help bridge that gap and to help mm -hmm. make it inclusive is a big deal. And I thank COVID for that. Because I really think there's only one good thing that came out of COVID. Right. <laughs> it was that. Right. You know, I just feel like that it kind of paved the way and set up for just the different options that people had. And then we never probably would have pulled our oldest out if COVID hadn't happened. We probably would have just, and that was, I didn't know. I, I just didn't know. I, I didn't know that he needed that. I just assumed that's what we did because that's what everybody did. You know, you just yeah. go to school from eight to three and that's it. So... There is a good thing that came out of COVID. <laughs> there is. And we love that. Well, Susie, thank you so much for giving sure, us Sure. Thank you for having me. From your perspective. And yeah, just, just the excitement also that it can. You don't have to decide before your children no, go into elementary. Not at all. It can change at any time. And there are resources That's out right. there to help. So find yourself a friend like Susie <laughs> if you're interested um, and looking at options to homeschool. And you are always welcome to reach out to us. We would love to be able to point you in the right direction. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Heather's Most Precious. We'll see you next time. Heather's Most Precious is brought to you with love by the Hendrickson Agency, an insurance agency serving all of Georgia and Tennessee. The Hendrickson Agency, properly protecting your most precious possessions. Support for Heather's Most Precious is provided by Study.com, which offers SAT and ACT study materials and even has resources for AP and college credit courses. Listeners of Heather's Most Precious get 30% off their first three months of any subscription level with offer code PRECIOUS. Just go to Study.com and use offer code PRECIOUS at checkout. Heather's Most Precious is produced by Chattanooga Podcast Studios and is part of the Podnooga Network. Find out more at ChattanoogaPodcastStudios.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back soon with another episode of Heather's Most Precious. Proud member of the Podnooga Network.